Hello, my name's Alan and I'm the Therapy Guy. These podcasts are all about mental health and all things related to the services that are available. It's about giving you information about how you can access these services, what you can do to personally improve your mental health. And it's about encouraging you to ask questions and seek the support that you need. Today, we're going to be talking to a young person therapist. We have a great therapist called Morkin. He's a children and young person specialist. And he's going to be answering some questions that we've been sent by yourselves about young person therapy and what to expect in the room. We welcome your feedback and any questions you have. We can always get Morkin again for further podcasts to answer any further questions for you. So please, I'm going to introduce him and then I've got some questions and we'll see how you are at the end and hopefully you enjoy it. So welcome Mark, it's great for you to be here. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Excellent. Uh, my name is Mark. Um, it's, uh, it's, I'm glad to be here today with the therapy guy and uh, I've I'm going to talk about uh, what uh, I do and how I do it. I've been a therapist now for around six and a half years, and I've been helping to make people better, I suppose, if you want to call it a better way. And within that, helping them make themselves better. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about uh, some of the questions that are asked, and I'm eager to find out what those questions are. And uh, thank you very much. And that's, that's me. Okay, thanks, Mark. Right, so we'll get straight on with it, and I've got a, a series uh, about half a dozen or so questions for you to answer. So maybe the first one, and I, I know this is a, a popular one because I've, I've, I've had this asked of myself. Okay, so a young person might actually want to know uh, will their parents be involved in the counselling process? Now the way I the way I work is uh, I I like to involve the parents as, as much as I can. Uh, will they be involved in the room? Usually on a first meeting, I will, I will depend on the age of the person. So when we're talking about young people, we're talking about between uh, 7, 8, 9 to 11, up to, up to the age of 18. And it totally depends on the person. So if, if their age is like 16, 15, and they don't want the parent in the room, that's absolutely fine. If we're younger than that, then I actively involve the parents in the room. I bring them in the room because the the, the, the child would be uh, more comfortable sometimes with a parent in the room. So do they get involved? I like to involve them because I think that they're an intricate part of what's going on in the, in, in, in the counselling situation. Okay, great, thank you. So another thing, obviously, uh, sometimes young people especially can get a bit nervous about uh, is, is it okay them to express anything and to talk about their feelings and emotions in the room with you even though they may not understand them themselves i actually think i think that's a really good question because i actually think that if they didn't talk about their emotions then then what are they doing in the room i think to get their emotions out is a very important thing a lot of a lot of young people what they'll do is they'll they'll bottle them up they'll internalize them they won't speak to anybody Giving them an environment where they are able to talk, I think, is so absolutely important. They are able to actually tell me what's going on in their world. They're actually able to tell me what, why it's going on in their world. Sometimes they're, they're not sure why they're feeling the way they're feeling. And we can pick that apart. We can have a look at that. And so 
So are they afraid to talk about their emotions? In my room, I would encourage it. They, it's knowing who they can talk to. That's that's a good point here, because when they know that they're they're confident and they can talk to you, then getting their emotions out it, it then becomes very easy. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, leading on from that, I suppose is you know what what are you actually going to ask the young person? So uh, you know what are you, uh, the question I always pose is what are you going to ask me in the room? That's what I got posed. Right, so what am I going to ask you? I'm going to ask you what you like, what you don't like. I'm going to ask you where you're from, what uh, what school you go, if you go to college or university. I'm going to ask you what what your what subject you're good at. I'm going to ask you who your friends are. I'm going to ask you what you do, how, uh, what you're good at. I'm going to ask you what you like to what you like to play, what games you like to play, and I'm going to basically want to know all about you because it's you're the important person in the room. So I'm going to be asking you everything to tell me everything about you and what you feel, because that's the way we're gonna, we're gonna work out how this problem affects you. Because that's also what I'm gonna ask you, is, is when you've come there, why it affects you so much? And sometimes we don't have an answer for that. Sometimes within, within the group, that, the, the peer group that you have, sometimes we can't find an answer for that, but we are gonna endeavor to try. Yeah, great. I mean, leading on from that, Mark, Obviously, you know, what, what about a sort of role reversal? So if I was a young person, uh, am I allowed to ask you questions? Absolutely. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm going to sit there and ask all the questions, why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you ask questions of me? Now, depending on the question, if it's a personal question, am I going to answer it? It depends on how personal it is. If I'm going to ask you personal questions, do I feel that it's, it's right that you should actually sit there and answer a question that I've asked? So when you ask me a question, I don't want you to be afraid to sit there and say, look, I, either, either this is happening or that's happening. What would you do? Because that's a very important thing. Because what I would do is, is exactly what I would do. So can you ask me a question? That's as open as we are in the room. Absolutely, yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, another one that may put young people off, all right, and may stop people from coming, is that thought that other people might find out. So. You know, how confidential is it? You know, will, will my friends, if I'm that young person, will my friends or, or school find out that I'm coming? I am not going to, I'm not going to tell anybody that you're here. Uh, the people that know that you're here, family, uh, they will know, already know that you're here. That, that goes back to the involvement of, of, of parents and things. So am I going to tell your school? No, absolutely not. Am I going to tell your friends? Absolutely not, because I don't know who they are. I'm not going to be, uh, it's going to be as confidential as you want it to be. If you want to go away and, t uh, away and tell people, then by all means, please do so. I'm not going to stop you, but I am not going to do that. What you say in my room will stay in my room. Okay, great. I mean, uh, another one, I get this, I get asked this a lot myself, you know, even from adults. So uh, how, how long is it going to be? How long before I, you know, should... Uh, start to see myself improving, start to feel myself being, you know, feeling better? That's a good question, and it totally depends upon what the, the issue is you're going to bring. If, if it's a grief issue, what we have to do is we have to look at where the grief comes from. We have to assess the grief. We have to get you back on your feet and have to get you thinking about yourself again. How long is that going to take? There's no cliche, isn't it? How long is a piece of string? I don't know. It, but if you engage in the process, it moves at a really, really good rate. 
and, and that totally depends on you. Okay, great. So just got a couple more. Uh, we're going to focus in a minute on maybe what some parents might ask and all that sort of thing. But I've got an interesting one. And again, I get asked this quite a lot. So what should that young person do if they see you outside? So they're going to see you shopping in Tesco's. What are you going to do or what maybe what should they do? Well, first of all, if you see me run, <laughs> seriously, no, don't do that. If you want to, if you see me in, 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 in a shopping center or if you see me outside in the street, don't be, I'm human. I'm the same as you. Don't be afraid that if you, if you want to approach me, that's absolutely fine. I personally will not approach you. I won't, in, I, I, I won't acknowledge you. Now that doesn't mean that I'm being ignorant. That just means that I, I acknowledge your barriers and that you have them. If you wish to approach me, by all means do so. I will say hello and we will engage and we will we will leave and, that, and, that, and that's as much as it is. So don't be afraid to do that because outside of here, outside of here, I'm not a therapist. Okay, well, obviously we can, we can understand that different therapists have different ways of dealing with that. And maybe that's something that if you as a young person or the, the, where the parents are in the room, you could ask and actually find out because each person will be different, won't they? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Some people will some people will relish uh, the fact that they've seen you in the street. Some people won't. Um, and that's absolutely, it's horses for courses at that, at that point. Okay. So a couple of other questions. I've got, just from a, a sort of parental point of view, why should I bring my child to you? If you feel that your child is actually having some problems and you, and as parents, you, you then, you then take it upon yourselves to try to be the best you can for your parent, uh, for your child, sorry. <clears throat> Why should you bring them to me? Why should you bring them to a therapist? Because the therapist is going to unpick their problems and going to unpick their issues. Sometimes they won't talk to you, in which case they will talk to me. And that's why you should bring, you should bring your children to me because I'm going to make sure that they get the best care that they can have. Okay, great. I mean, it sounds fantastic, but uh, again, uh, following a little bit deeper, and I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. So, if my child, my young, you know, uh, is is suffering, experiencing, you know, I can see that they're struggling. Maybe they may be self-harming, or there's something going on. They're they're not themselves, you know, and I'm really worried about them. So, I, I'm sort of a little bit resistant really to bring them into the room with you because I, I want to help them myself. Are you going to tell me as a parent? What's going on for them? Are you going to tell me what's happening in that room if they speak to you privately? If they speak to me privately in the room, no, I'm not going to tell you what's happened in the room. I absolutely, I absolutely relish the fact that you care that much about your child that you want your child to get the help that they deserve. <clears throat> now, can I, can I tell you what's going on in the room? The room is completely confidential. I will not even tell the parent of that child what they've talked about. Am I, am I going to let the parent know that I'm giving them the, their child the best that they can be? Yes, they can. Am I going to try and build that child up to make sure that all the issues they have hopefully go away? Yes, I'm, I'm going to do that. And I said hopefully because sometimes they don't. Sometimes we just learn to live with them. As parents, as parents, yes, we want the best for our children. And so if you're asking me, am I going to tell you about what's going on in the session? If you ask me, I'm afraid the answer is no. Okay, great. I mean, it's that we understand that confidentiality, but again, you, you must come across it quite a lot with, with parents who are really worried and want to know because, you know, we, we want to have our children, don't we? But it can be really difficult for a parent to sit outside 
and trust somebody else, doesn't it? Yes. So one last question that I've got that uh, I get asked quite a lot, especially from parents who are nervous because they may not have had therapy before. Yeah. What about things like uh, child services, social services? You know, how, how, how does that work? So if, if the child is saying something, yes, and you know, are you going to be telling them or how confidential is it? That completely depends on what the child is telling me. If the child is telling me that they're harming themselves, first of all, that is, is an issue that we need to address immediately. If the child is telling me that they are, they, they are feeling, and this is a bad subject, but suicidal, I have to assess that information. And if I felt that I needed to act on that information, then yes, I am going to get the appropriate authorities in because the last thing I want is that child to harm themselves. Okay. Yeah. So what about if, obviously, if, you know, I said, we're, we're, I know we're getting a little bit deeper here, but what about if, obviously, if they're being harmed by somebody else? If they're being harmed by somebody else, then that is a very, very important subject. And we absolutely need to address it straight away. Uh, would I would I inform the uh, reg, uh, the the appropriate authorities? Absolutely, I would absolutely I would have to, and I would have to let the child know that that I could not keep that confidential in the room. Okay, great. All right, Mark, I really appreciate you answering some of the questions. I've got a couple of lighter ones to end on, really. Yes, uh, but again, if if you find some of this interesting, please let us know. If you've got any other further questions, let us know. I'm sure, let's say, we can put them to Mark at a different date. Yeah. So, what do you? What is it you enjoy the most about being a, a young person therapist? I absolutely love the fact that. Um, a child will actually tell you exactly what's going on in their world when they do it, how they do it. It is so refreshing to be a young person therapist, simply because, simply because when you see a change, you can actually see the change taking place in front of you. When that child actually makes a difference and can see the difference, it is amazing to see how their lives change. And, and why am I a young person therapist? I'm a young person therapist because I believe that they de they deserve the best that they can get. So absolutely fantastic. Well, well, I'd like to thank you for your time tonight. Yes, I appreciate your answering some of my questions. And you know, we're going to end here. Well, Mark's going to hang around for a bit, and we're going to have a conversation after, and I'm going to talk to him about obviously coming in again. And you may be hearing him on a later podcast because. As well as being a young person therapist, he's also a relationship counsellor and a relationship therapist. So he's going to be talking about that at a later time as well. But for today, I'm just going to sign off and I'll look forward to you listening next time. And thanks for the day, the therapy guy.